I'm Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani the podcast. I'm in conversation today with Azmat Abbas Ali Bhai who is a yogi, a wellness instructor, clinical nutritionist, naturopath, researcher and writer. Azmat is also a stroke survivor. And in this podcast she shares her story of survival of biohacking her own systems and of hope. Hello Azmat and thank you so much for being on Dhani. Hi Sadia, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh Azmat, you know the last time we spoke um you told me how um a stroke uh, in real sense turned into uh, a stroke of good luck. Um please help me and the listeners um take us back to your um dining table where it all started absolutely it's been almost four years and i have come a long long way since then i was paralyzed i could not uh, move i could not speak i mean my life was just upside down it was very traumatic for my children very traumatic for me there was no there was no answers there were so many questions i did would i live would i at what capacity would it be So of course it was a very traumatic time for us and um yes this happened at a lunch table with my family thank god around me I I was trying to talk to my husband I was traveling I just come back and I was telling him what the travels were all about and how I missed all of them and as they couldn't join me as school started like in the middle of my sentence I couldn't speak so I tried to just drink some water and that water was not going down and then i wanted to show my husband that actually i was paralyzed and sort of you know take charge he was very good and he called his friend who is a doctor and he advised that we go straight to the er so we went to the er maybe an hour later and by that time i really couldn't process anything i could only say the word no but i could not speak apart from that no and then when i woke mm. up i was in the icu mhm i this must have been like 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the morning because there were no visitors there and of course it's slightly very there were like maybe two or three doctors on charge or maybe just an er doctor and maybe one or two patients there so it was actually very quiet i was trying to you know say something to the attendant who was sitting uh, in the room words were not coming out and she was sleeping mm. so i was trying to say excuse me hello please excuse me whatever but everything garbled was coming out i uh, saw so i thought it was just some really you know surreal nightmare or something and i'll wake up um i tried to move i was connected to all these um, you know ivs and there was like it was just it was just so traumatic finally the er doctor came to the room and he said to me you know how are you feeling i couldn't say how i could feel because i didn't even say i was not able to say hello mm. so then he says to me uh, you know you had you suffered a stroke at that time i thought he must have you know 
he must have had a really long day and there's no way. Oh, he's got mm. the charts mixed up. Because it's impossible for me to have had a stroke. I said, you know, I'm a nutritionist. I'm a holistic um, practitioner. I'm, na- I'm a naturopath. I'm a medically certified yoga instructor. You know, and strokes cannot happen to me. And I'm young, you know. I mean, relatively young. So, uh, strokes, I, I, for me, it was it's an old person's disease, person with high blood pressure, you know, a unhealthy lifestyle, and that was none of me. So I decided, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about, but of course I couldn't say any of that. And mm. after some time, when I was trying to move my hands, I realized I was paralyzed. So then I guess he was right. <laughs> I did have a stroke. Um, at least I can smile, and I'm very grateful for where I am right now. Because this stroke has really turned, as you say, from a stroke of bad luck to a stroke of good luck. Mm. So while I was in the ICU, I was, um, when you're in the ICU, you can't have so many visitors, especially at four o'clock in the morning. So I was alone most of the night. And I was thinking of my kids. I was thinking of my husband. I was thinking of my life. And it's like, you know, what's going to happen? I can't carry on this Mm. way. Mm. And um, you know, especially when you you feel trapped in your own body, you can't you know you can't communicate. And then they, I was really hungry, so they gave me a menu, and I realized I couldn't even read. So I said, "Now oh. you can't read, you can't write, you can't speak, and you can't move." Okay, so this is this is going to be a problem. Let's do something. So I decided, mm. okay, uh, this is going. To, he told me I had a full blown stroke. And so I said, and I knew that a full-blown stroke, and it might be true now that I, you know, I can't move and I couldn't read the chart, but I, you know, I could see the symptoms. So I said, okay, I have to, you know, do something about it. So I decided to give myself a challenge. And I said, it's going to be a 100-day challenge. So in this 100-day challenge, I would do my yoga. That means, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever part of my body I could move, I would move. Uh, so I would strengthen my muscles. I would use the left and the right side, the hemisphere of the brain. So yoga would help with that, with mind, body, and, you know, it would help with anxiety. Um, then I decided meditation. You know, I'll try to be very grateful for what I have. At least I have my life. It is, I mean, yes, not a great life. Not, you know, I mean, not full capacity, but it. I, I will get there. So that was the 100-day mm-hmm. challenge. And mm-hmm. I thought, of course, I'll have supplements because your body goes through. I knew that the body's not at ease. It's a disease. That's what a holistic practitioner believes, and that's what my training is. So I said, okay, I'm going to supplement. I'm going to balance my system, and I'll do the right um, nutraceuticals and the right diet, the yoga, the breathing, and the, uh, the breathing will also help with my speech because will it will you know, strengthen the vocal cords. Mm-hmm. And with the heart. So I started doing a little bit what I could do while I was, you know, connected to all those tubes. And um, of course, it, it's a very, you know, it's, it takes a long time. It takes 21 days to get a habit and, uh, you know, to form a habit. And it takes 90 days to form a lifestyle. So of I course. knew I had to be very, very patient. It's not going to be so easy at all. Sure. So I decided, okay, let's. I'm going to start, biohacking would be my mode of uh, treatment. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I I learned and 
by hacking results best if you are well informed and sure. i did exactly that so i took resources from all of my so because being a nutritionist i had lots of uh, colleagues all over the world working in the us uk and i had so a lot of people doing yoga nutrition holistic medicine and i started you know tapping into all my resources and i became very well informed of what strokes are all about why does it happen and what can we do about it so slowly mm. and slowly i started you know every day i got my my regimen would be yoga would be meditation would be um, you know knowing what i'm going to be eating so i really took matters in my own hand and i did and mm. I, i managed to you not know, heal now maybe i wouldn't 100% but i was at maybe at 87th day okay so this is after the icu i was in the icu for maybe like 16 days and then another 10 days more at the hospital i think and then i got home but of course i couldn't speak still and read or write mm-hmm. or anything so it, it it's a, like i said 21 days and then 19 days to you know formalize the whole thing the lifestyle so i knew that i had to be extremely patient that's why i said okay i'm, I'm going to give myself 10 cheat days and make it a 100 day challenge in case mm. those nine you know 10 days i may not be feeling so good um and um, so like i said the 27 the 87th day i went to see uh, to seek a second opinion and to find out why this actually happened to me and uh, can yeah. prevent it because it's very scary you know during that time i had to of course you know show my kids that i'm strong and i'm going to be okay mama's going to be fine you know my husband was also very disturbed about what happened and it's not easy so i had to try to be strong for everybody and then handling my own um situation and they were trying to be strong for me so i was very lucky i had you know a good support system i had a good neurologist who helped me and i got to you know i got to the hospital in uh, in peace in an hour which is good um and that these are the three ingredients actually for for recovery you know and so and then of course i had hope at the end that when i started seeing positive outcomes that i said okay you know what there is hope and for me it's a vital mm. sign it's it's a vital element for recovery hope when you start seeing that you can be okay so slowly slowly like i started talking i started you know i, I speak five languages one language came back and the second the language came back then the third language was a mixed of the first two then the fourth language was um, the third three languages together and it was mm-hmm. so i speak greek and french so a lot of people say you know you speak freak because it's free instead of greek and french so i started of course if i had to make light of the whole situation again you can have some humor into it So I went of to course. see a neurologist, and my neurologist is very good. So I still wanted to go see a second uh, opinion. So I went to this uh, another neurologist, and he comes up, and he's I, I waited for a long time for him, and he, you know, he tells me, okay, so where's the patient? So I looked at him and said, you know, I've been waiting five wow. hours for you. I'm the patient. Mm. He said, I'm so sorry, I put you, you know, made your patient waiting. Waiting. So I said, no, no, I'm the stroke patient. So mm-hmm. he looks at me and says, "Impossible, because I'm looking at your MRI and you can't be sitting, you know, cross-legged." 
So mm. I said, I am. And I am. He said, so why are you here? I said, you know, I think I have a condition called aphasia. I'm mixing languages and I, you know, I don't think I'm writing correctly. So he, like I said, I was waiting five hours for him. So I did the whole report, of, you know, from my timeline. From the moment I started, what medicines, what, you know, what the CAT scan and MRI was relieving the Doppler studies. So I started, you know, just documenting the whole thing for him because I waited for him and I thought, I'll be the last patient. He must be tired. So let me just document the whole thing for him. So I did a medical history. So he looks at me and says, doctors also can't do this. So <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> so I said to him, you know what? I've given myself a 100-day challenge and I've got 17 days more to go and I'm not 100%. So he looks at me and says, you know what? You're 110%. Forget 100%. And then he says, what's your phone number? I said, why? He goes, how did you heal? I said, what do you mean, how do I heal? I, I said, I, you know, I do supplementation because I know that my body is, um, I, you know, was completely went through a trauma. So my, you know, my, my nutrition was off. So I had to, you know, balance my, uh, my nutrition. So I did that. I took supplements, uh, mega doses of certain supplements, and uh, I eliminated certain supplements. And thank God I was trained to do so. So it was easy to do it. And then I said, of course, I did yoga, meditation, breathing, because there was nobody available to help me. There was no rehab, per se, in uh, mm -hmm. Karachi at that time. So I didn't know uh, my speech, because I speak different languages, I'm mixing languages, nobody would understand it. My husband speaks French and English and Urdu, so that'd be fine. He doesn't speak Greek, so when I'm mixing Greek into it, everyone's staring at me, what am I saying? You know, mm. thank God Urdu came back, was, which is the primary language that I could actually, you know, you know have communication. Yes. Sure. Everybody spoke that language, from my parents to the kids to, uh, to my uh, caregivers. So, so thank God that was, you know, the language that did come back first. Um, mm. But yes, of course, I was mixing that as well. So after that, you know, he said, he kept telling me, you're a miracle, you're a miracle. That's all he kept saying. So I said, no, but I've come to you because I want you to tell me how am I going to prevent this from happening again. It was a very, very yeah. you know, scary yeah. moment for us. And I can't put my kids, they're only 11 and 12, and my husband through this again, and my family through this again. I can't go through this again because this... 87 days has been extremely difficult for me uh, so he said to me no I'm taking your number because I want to send my patients to you he said you know you are you're going to do a holistic treatment so with my neurological um, education and your holistic education we're going to do into the integrative medicine and uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to help my patient I said sure but I don't have a clinic and I'm here I'm here for myself he said, you've already healed yourself and it's your responsibility now to heal others. So he actually was mm. dead serious. I thought, okay, he was like, you know, at nine o'clock at night, I've been waiting from the, like four o'clock in the afternoon. So I think he just wanted to get rid of me. But he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened like on a Tuesday. Friday, he sent me two patients. And this wow. was almost, this was about three and a half years ago. Oh, maybe almost four years ago. And um, so doing this for that two years he kept sending patients to me then one day he told me listen i'm mean, let's do a rehab center because i had started a virtual rehab so whatever helped me and all the resources that i created i 
accumulated from all my friends and colleagues worldwide and doctors, I put it into a website and I called it farlage.com. Farlage meaning stroke in Urdu. Right. So farlage.com and then Ziauddin Hospital helped, you know, helped me market that the website. And, uh, and it was a good resource for people who were suffering from strokes. Sorry, I just want to cut you short, just very briefly, that when, uh, did the doctors give you a reason uh, for the no, stroke? No, so this doctor that I went for a second opinion, he said to me, listen, why have you come? I said, I want closure. He said, okay, this is a stroke of bad luck. That's what he told me. So I said oh. to him, you know what, doc, I don't believe in luck. So for me, luck means, for me, the definition for luck is, lack of unknown corrective knowledge that's what it means so i have decided <laughs> to have all the you know have all the knowledge in life about strokes so that i do not have to be in a bad uh, you know stroke of bad luck so it'll be only good correct luck. so he started laughing because this is really good i said yeah so this is what it means to me so there's no luck so i have to now so that's how this biohack yeah, hacking uh, treatment plan came because you have to have all your information you have to be well informed for biohacking to work. So that is luck for me. Luck, you know. Sure. Um, Can you yeah. briefly explain what uh, biohacking is? Yes, biohacking is when you are well informed of what uh, your treatment plan would be. What would what measures you take to help your uh, your condition? So it's a do-it-yourself biology, basically. Sure, but what I'm saying is that everybody is not in in so well versed as you were, and obviously your past learnings uh, came in handy, and they helped you um, look and hack um, those systems so that you could correctly feed them. So I was lucky because I had the background knowledge. You're right, Sadia. But if you don't have it, then you can go to experts that have it, and then mm. you document mm. it. And then you start seeing how it's working for you. So it's being well, Correct. It's being, you see, you're being aware of your body, your mind, how it's And working. it is a process, right? It's not going to happen Absolutely. overnight because it's a no, no, trial and error, patient. really. Exactly. You have to be very patient. And like the I fact said. that you're actually working on yourself completely. Absolutely. You're taking it's charge. I w I, for me, it would be the... Do it yourself, biology. That's the best thing that comes to my mind to explain it. So, to begin with, obviously, you needed um, your nerves and your muscles needed the energy to to lift to operate. Um, so, what were the first set of supplements that you took? So, the first set of supplements I took was vitamin B because mm -hmm. that was luck. Then I took zinc, magnesium. There were like 18 supplements I was taking. So I decided not to take, um, you know, other medicines that the hospitals gave me, apart from the blood thinners, I decided not to take anything else. And I just took mm -hmm. natural medicine. But then, of course, blood thinners are very important. And I also do um, turmeric, which is a blood thinner. So okay. I, I took less of the warfarin, which is a chemical blood thinners, which is actually a rat poison. So I turned and I had to take it. I still have to take it. So I do take it, but in very small dosages because I take, I do garlic, I do um, turmeric that actually cleans the blood. 
So it thins the blood and then it, or they also work with uh, inflammation. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, of course. And all of this, you know, uh, when your body's not at ease, it's a disease and inflammation is the first cause for stroke, correct. cancer, all of this. So That's right. That's right. Right. So, so how was zinc and magnesium, um, and again, as you said, supplements. So, I again, the the, uh, the general are um, food intake. The foods don't have that kind of um, these the these micro. Yeah, the, generally speaking, for us to have. Uh, you know, kind of reset the body and kind of, again, take information from your experience. If we were to look at foods, what are the vitamin B, zinc, magnesium-rich foods? So, of course, you have broccoli, spinach, but you know, you have to take them in huge uh, amounts to get sure. those doses. So, what Correct. I did is, I decided, of course, I was doing all of that as well. And then, of course, if you're having green, uh, lots of green vegetables, you cannot, you know, it clots your blood. So you're on blood thinners. It's, you know, it's not going to help. So those, it's not easy. So we, I decided to create, um, you know, formulate supplements that's specific for strokes. So we mm. know you don't have the green vegetables in there, but you have the zinc, you have the magnesium, you have the vitamin uh, B12 and 6 and 2 that you need. So okay. for us, so basically, I created a company called Energize, and Energize is, you know, it, it formulates uh, medicine uh, so, uh, supplements without any GMOs, no artificial flavoring. It's just a clean vitamin, no filling, no fillers at all. So, uh, okay, so say that the, these were your initial supplements, and then moving forward for the rest of the 100 days, how did you um, increase or decrease the intake of other supplements? And what were they? Okay, so the doctors in Pakistan don't give you supplements. They give you Correct. lots and lots of, uh, I wouldn't say toxic medicine, but they would give you lots of chemical medicines, which I was not willing to take. Because mm -hmm. I, I course. feel that my body was, was, you know, more and more toxins was not what I wanted. So I wanted to mm. eliminate toxins. Mm. So I, I took what I thought was necessary, which was, for me, was just um, the blood thinner, which was initially aspirin and then this warfarin. And slowly I cut down with the warfarin and sub substituted it with uh, turmeric and garlic. Okay. Hibiscus would be one of them, like hibiscus tea. Uh, so mm. that's what I would do, and that's what I did. Yeah. But my but my regiment would be yoga, meditation. It was always a you know a meditation is like an an attitude of gratitude, basically. So whatever, even if I was not grateful for something, I try to think about something that I am grateful for. And sure. I did, and that's what helped me. Just moving forward, I wanted to ask a question because it's always really uh, been of interest, of personal interest, whereby, you know, generally they say that all diseases are more or less linked to the gut. Yes. So your gut is a second brain. So probiotics Correct. are very, very important. So I think I would suggest if I, there's any takeaway from this, everyone should be on at least one probiotic.
daily. And what are the forms of probiotics available in Pakistan? Uh, I think we have very good yogurt, which is mm -hmm. really yummy and it's healthy and it's uh, made fresh, which is not packaged. Kefir. Okay. Um, That's right. Course, um, uh, then there is mushrooms. So we do have some. We definitely do lassi, which is a yogurt drink. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so you see, I, I was just thinking that really, um, if one were to look at our traditional diets, right. they just had all of these things. I mean, these, yes. these lassi, as you're saying, was a staple. And with the, staple, with the Western influence, it's just kind of taken, taken a back seat. And everything is processed now. Everything comes from a can. We used to have organic vegetables, the roti, which is so important, the chapati. You know, we do now, we do rice, white rice. Yeah, so yeah. Substituted, right? Everything is being like GMO. Everything is hormone. Big, you know, big, big um, chickens. Nothing's uh, homegrown. So we, mm -hmm. that's why this day there's uh, so much of cancer. That's, and there's so much of heart disease, diabetes. Because we've forgotten so true. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, pesticides in our soil is a big. Is mm, thing. That's right. That's before. right. Um, so you, um, so you said that you know, um, after this, this after your recovery, the few things that you completely understood was one that, one that you kind of held on to was taking charge of your own body. The other thing, obviously, it was all stemming from hope, and the third thing was to put together energize yes so, this, so that was my stroke of good luck <laughs> energize <laughs> because you know what energize means inner energy life force Correct. prana yeah breath. so for me that's why energize that's what it means to me is your life force vital life force and so we put together energize um, and um, we formulated special uh, you know specific vitamins for specific conditions. So Energize has heart medicines for heart attacks and heart condition conditions. Then there's stroke. Um, Neurogize was an, is another medicine which is um, all neurological um, you know, diseases. Then we have Glucogize, which is for diabetes. So we have a, we, we you target specific conditions. So you don't have mm -hmm. to have to have twenty, uh, you know, supplements like I had to get my body in balance. You just have to oh, one, I get it. Okay, one supplement. So you um, so after your recovery, as you were saying, you helped establish a rehab, and you were looking at patients. So uh, from the client history, um, what what kind of clients come forward mostly? What are the issues that they so come forward it's, with? It's it's called neuro rehab. And it's for neurological patients. So what comes, people that come to see me are people who have had strokes, um, people who've had, who have Alzheimer's, gait, backaches, anxiety, depression, mm. migraines, heart mm. attacks, paralyzed people. So, mm. yeah, so it's basically neurological. 
and out of these as you as you just said i'm just interested to know you know karachi is is a stressful city to live in so i was just wondering what kind of cases mostly come forward for help um and as you just listed so many it's just um, yes there was like it's just sad to hear at my time there was no rehab i had to do my own rehab yeah and that's yeah. why i documented all to create this college.com and college.com i funded but then the urdu version of college.com my patients were funding it because i told them listen don't give me a fee whatever you want to uh, give me let's do this in urdu so mm-hmm. people, my help is always telling me my my mother has a stroke my father had a stroke and i used to think first i didn't know what college meant i used to think college was a headache because it's so mm. it's so common it's when i mm. had it myself that i realized you know what college is a stroke and if it's so mm. common i think 19% of the pakhtun uh, population has it i didn't even know that mm. so it's when i said so i said okay i need to have this in urdu and so now yeah. we have urdu ziauddin is very good about it and um, they you know took it and uh, marketed it and they you know they use it as a resource and that's how wonderful how wonderful yeah. because as you're seeing it is important to yes treat patients but it's important for the awareness so that they can prevent the situation themselves they don't that's have to reach a situation scary. where you reached exactly and that's when yeah. you know the neurologist who i work with he said that you know what you fund this virtual uh, you know support system why don't we make this into reality and he decided he wants to open up this rehab center and now mm-hmm. this rehab center you know it's helping so many people so it's been you know a, a stroke of good luck that it's you know I've able to help so many truly there's something so truly. something so magical about helping and you know to those who are you know vulnerable or less fortunate of your than yourself so i felt that so this for me it's like a magic that you know you that i feel good about it totally with you on this it's it is magical and it's miraculous uh, mashallah where you are and really um uh, it's inspirational your story is inspirational just coming to the last bit uh, of uh, of our uh, conversation asmat uh, moving forward you know the youth our youth generally very careless about their diet their exercise and uh, you know they would they would prefer snacking on junk processed because, foods as you're saying um what so are the real it's readily available right that's why yeah what are the top 3 lessons or messages that you want to send out to the listeners number 1 exercise more you know we have a culture of driving all the time nobody goes for a walk you just want to sit on our couches and eat um, chili chips or chaat or whatever drink tea that you know they've been which is boiled and boiled and is very toxic so i feel that why can't we just walk a little bit more it's just you just need you know 30 minutes three times a week mhm that's doable certain diseases so that's doable it's yeah. not like i'm telling you yeah. one hour every day And, sure and it's, it's it's a good you know it's a walking and you it's a sort of a meditation as well at the same time so it really helps the fr- the fresh air the oxygen that all that the sunlight vitamin d so i mm. really feel that you know we've got beautiful parks in karachi i don't know what 
Pakistan, but Karachi has beautiful parks. So we oh, don't yes. utilize them enough. Mm-mm. So I think we should, sure. you know, that's for a, it's a mind-body exercise, just not just a physical exercise. So I would definitely say, number one would be walk. Number two, let us try and you know get rid of this um, canned and processed food. We all have uh, health. And you know why can't we just take some more effort and make sure that we give our families and our loved ones you know fresh food and mm. it's good that you know in a way we still you know it's still a little bit of unspoiled culture where we have organic vegetables you know so why don't we come yeah that would be something i would definitely and of course take a supplement we don't get all that we need so get a get a good multivitamin or um you know, if you feel that your you, your body needs that extra support, definitely take a multivitamin mm-hmm. supplement because we mm-hmm. just don't get. So uh, I again, this is again coming from a personal uh, space. What? Uh, just my last question. What uh, are your views about um, coffee, caffeine? Caffeine. Wow. You know, caffeine is actually quite a therapeutic um, in if it's in uh, if consumed in moderate uh, dosage. So yeah, I think it's okay. It's also a, a neurotropic. So yes, I think it's okay if you do consume it in a very um, you know balanced fashion. I think everything in balance is okay. I think it's called mm. like like chocolate, dark chocolate has antioxidants. So yes, I don't believe in like mm-hmm. eliminating everything in your body. I think you should. There should be a you know, moderation. Balance is key. Balance is key. Absolutely. Truly, truly wonderful uh, talking to you, Azmat. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, your um, story with us. Uh, truly an inspiration, um, listeners. I will have. Uh, Thank you. I, listeners, I will have uh, Azma's um, uh, details uh, if you want to contact her in the show notes um, and details of her um, social media handles, um, just in case you want to draw some inspiration from her articles. Thank you, Azma. Thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, Sadia. Thank you so much for listening and we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment, a rating or a suggestion. Thank you.